Blog Talk Radio. Now let's join Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media as we explore the inspirational worlds of music, media, and more.
after last week, I had to play that song because we are going to be okay right now. And uh, welcome to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And today I have my special guest friend and uh, astrologer to the stars and and just amazing woman, Zoe Moon. And um, I know she can totally relate to that song. I was going to say, you know, if you're not up and in a good mood dancing around to that song, then, you know, you've um, just, we hope to inspire you. And I can play that song. It's my show. So anyway, let me bring Zoe in, and we are going to talk about what's happening and the stars. And if anybody wants to call in and has questions, because I can see the chat room is pretty full already, um, and I see Mistress uh, CC in there. Um, hi, and Zoe's here with us now. Um, if you want to call in, 347-677-1036. Zoe, welcome to the show. Saying right, you can play what you want, baby. <laughs> I know. I was gonna play. I was gonna play "Glitter Girl," your song, just so everybody knows. And I'm an, I, and and you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just burn you on this one. Um, Zoe um, was a musician, or still is a musician, but she was a, a signed artist to a major label and um, had recorded some amazing music. And I know that you play that for your shows on Blog Talk Radio, so I didn't want to confuse anybody. But I thought that song, that's one of my favorite songs by Free. It's just, um, it really really tells everybody kind of like a little bit about Breathe Now, okay? And um, Zoe's going to give us all the news on um, what we just went through because it was a hell of a ride. That's all i got to say to you. It's been you know, intense, I'm baby. I'm here today and I have a voice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm here and I have a voice and I'm talking. So um, how are you? What's going on? <laughs> I'm telling you, I just raced all the way halfway across the state to get here in time to do this, and I popped open some pink champagne to <laughs> oh. drink as I'm doing this show with you. So, hooray, yeah, hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> really? What kind, of, what kind of pink champagne are you drinking? Uh, a rose Moscato. champagne? Nice. I don't know. You know, I'm in <laughs> wine country. I'm like, okay. Even though I don't drink, oh, I yes. love pink champagne. Um, I like, I like, cook- now here we go, cooking. I'm going into cooking. I like cooking soft shell crabs with a little bit of butter and pink champagne on the stove. Um, they're amazing. They just come out so good with a little tiny, little bit of pink champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, first the alcohol off it. <laughs> you can still eat it. But um, so tell me, my dear. I know you had a show last night, um, and and Zoe does do a show now. She's on the Blog Talk Radio Network as well. What nights are your regular shows? I'm on Thursday nights at eight Eastern, five Pacific. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to haunt that show. You know, I'm gonna have to like stalk you a little bit there. But yeah, um, I don't have to call in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but you, um, um, just a little bit of background on, on Zoe. She, um, like I said, started out as a musician and um, has progressed into astrology because it was basically, um, as you described it to me, something that you always felt. And um, one of her own personal quotes is, it's a crime that we aren't taught how to maneuver our unique energy patterns. We know our heritage, we understand DNA, and yet we are blind to the energetic blueprint we carry. 
It is time that this changed. I'm now on a mission to change it. Zoe Moon. <laughs> okay. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Somebody know. Take names. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, That's well, cool. you know, it is true. It is very true that, I mean, especially the Western culture is just, you know, not aware of what's going on with the influence of the different energetics. And, and I do think it is a shame that we don't. But it is opening up way more here, so it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's all good. You know, yeah. I was it's been crazy though. You. It has. I know. Yeah. I was talking about you last night, and I hope Sheree's listening. Sheree, if you're listening, hi. Um, she's a a new dear friend, and um, she is really interested in what you're doing, and um, she herself has expressed an interest in a lot of this. So I think this is a really cool show. I hope that she's able to listen to this live. And um, it'll be really cool for everyone because we're going to, you know, if you have any questions, like I said, 347-677-1036. And I don't know if Deborah is there or anybody, but Mistress um, SCC, yeah, go ahead and type anything into the chat room. Or if you want to call us, you can call us. Again, 347-677-1036. And she says hi to us. She says that's Cheryl Ann. She said she saw us. We're on. And she had to say hi. So. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so how'd you like that song for kicking off? All right, now. I think it was perfect. It fit my yeah. mood, my craziness. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm skidding in right in time. <laughs> well, sip out, uh, sip your champagne, and tell us all about the moon, the stars, and um, the Grand Cross that we just recently had, and uh, all the crazy energy that was floating around. Because I'm going to tell you something. Emotions were wild, and um, even people that are not um, show emotions normally on an uh, on a regular basis and are very closed off. And really, this was the time I saw it happen with them, and um, I was shocked um, at how this moon really affected a lot of people's emotions and really brought out a lot of things in a lot of different people because I know that it was a karmic moon as well, right? Yeah, you know, there's there's two th- two very major things that have been going on kind of consecutively since 2012. Mm-hmm. One is the Uranus-Pluto square, which formed, you know, took on two other outer planets and formed a grand cross uh, that is, you know, really peaked in April at the very last week of April and is just going to slowly be releasing through the summer, so we're still feeling the influence of it. And that's just, you know, it's like a huge gear shift in heaven, and it's really about massive change and upheaval and rebirthing, so it's a very intense configuration. Uh, And then we have Saturn that has been testing us through the Scorpio field, and it's going to be continuing on until the end of this year, and then we'll be done, except that it will come back into the last couple degrees of Scorpio for four months next summer. So we'll have a little bit of a review next summer. But, you know, this is really, Saturn every, it takes 29 years for Saturn to move into a sign, and it really asks us to grow up in that area and really kind of the more we fight against growing up against those things, then the harder the transit can be. And so it does test us, and then we come out of it with a kind of a new level of self-mastery, and we happen to have just come through a Scorpio full moon. So this full moon that we had on Wednesday the 14th and the days leading up to it as it was building 
to a oh climax God, is the last full moon that we get while Saturn is going to be in Scorpio. So it'll be another 29 years before we have one that intense again with those 10 This tests. is intense. I mean, really yeah. intense. I mean, I um, I had a um, situation happen where I talked to somebody that I hadn't talked to really in like 12 years. 12 years, like we've talked, but not anything like the heart of the matter, you know, like real truth and stuff. And this is the person that I said that I just never thought they should could show emotions. And it was like an onslaught of tears and crying and I'm sorry. Mm. And, you know, it was crazy. It was like, can I, and I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because everybody's evolving. This is one of those kind of, the combination of these two big things going on. These are the things Mm. that really push our souls to to that next level. And we don't get a lot of them in lifetime. So it's a good thing that we don't, but you know, everybody's feeling it. That's quite a, a combination. It was and, the you know, time for, those, for truth, yeah. So yeah, so when we're thinking about the tests in Scorpio, Scorpio rules mm-hmm. the most intense parts of our life. So it rules life and death situations. It rules birth and reproduction. It rules sex, the issues that we have sexually and the attractions that we have. It rules triangles that form around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it rules mm-hmm. divorce. It rules <clears throat> every kind of financial thing that we get involved with besides our personal income. So our debt and inheritance and bankruptcy and taxes and insurance and alimony and child support and investments and settlements and our partner's money, you know, whatever that financial thing. So it's people were really feeling those deep, intense things. And it also rules what we, uh, you know, kind of try to bury within ourselves. Uh, it, it rules our secrets. It rules our power struggles and our manipulations and control issues. It's intense. <laughs> So, yeah, I, mean, I know. Really, the good news is is that mm-hmm. this full moon is the last major ending or major achievement and breakthrough that we were going to get with this three-year testing thing that we were having with Saturn. So, although we still have till the end of the year, and then, like I said, that four-month dip next summer, uh, we're not going to get another full moon while Saturn's in that part of the chart. So, really, everything we needed to end or we needed to achieve when it came to those deep, intense subjects, we've gotten as far as we were going to, you know, through any kind of, I don't know, upheaval or, or major major shift until the next time this happens 29 years from now. So, wow. Know, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I think, I think that that, I, I really noticed a difference, and I also felt, I really did feel the, um, the Grand Cross that you were talking about that we had um, happened. I know oh, that was, yeah. and then the red moon we had, the red full moon recently. Boy, that one mm-hmm. kicked my ass too. That was like, yeah. I don't think people yeah. could stop crying. I everywhere I I talked to somebody, they were crying. You know, it was like a real emotional time for them. But you know what I did? I um, took all my crystals, and I had them out. Um, all day long to get the sun to clean, cleanse them, and then when the full moon came in, I left them out all night until the morning, and I went out before it got light out, and I grabbed them. So they've got that red moon energy in them. So that was um, 
really kind of cool. And, you know, we get that red moon, too, here at harvest time. It kind of, like, goes amber. But that was that was truly, truly something that I was, like, it was a, oh, a wow moment, you know what I mean, going outside and actually watching it turn, like, blood red. It was um, amber, reddish, brown. It was amazing, you know. Yeah. And it was one of the moons that hung on the cross. You know, it was at one of the four corners of the cross. So it was very intense. Mm-hmm. We've been through it, girl. I mean, this has just been unbelievable. We're going to look back years from now and go, wow, you know, I can't believe what we all went through between 2012 and 2015. It has just been a crazy, crazy intense time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the so cool thing that we have coming cross up, that we just I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What caused this Grand Cross that we just had? Explain to everybody that doesn't understand what that was. Well, it's an image that you can picture in your mind what a cross looks like. You know, you've Mm -hmm. got two points opposite each other and two other points opposite each other, you know, forming that configuration. That was happening above us in the sky, and it was with some very slow-moving planets locking into all four corners of the points. Um, and, well, the the very fourth point was actually a personal planet that was an activator. So we had um, Jupiter was forming a corner, which takes 12 years to get to that point. Uh, Uranus was forming another corner of the cross, which takes 84 years to get there. Pluto was forming the third corner, which takes 240 years to get there. And then Mars, which is the personal activator, was in the fourth corner, and Mars astrologically is, you know, it is the thing that brings action to an event. And so all of these planets locked onto the 13th degree of what are called the cardinal points, and that means they happen in the four cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Those are the four signs, wherever they fall in your own chart, that are where the leadership energy is in your chart. It's where you kind of take, you know, step out and do actually innovate or initiate things. And so when you have a cross with these major planetary energies falling down and locking into these positions in cardinal energy with a Mars activator, we know that this is going to be a huge change period in everybody's life. And you've seen, you know, over the last month a lot of, people losing loved ones or going through divorce or moving or, you know, I mean, it's just uh, new jobs or whatever. I mean, it's been really heavy-duty stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cardinal signs are getting it the most intense. So the Aries, Cancers, Libras, and Capricorns are getting it the most intense. If you have one of those signs rising, you know, same for you. And then the other signs are actually getting some opportunities out of this cross and some adjustments that are necessary out of this cross. And so, you know, pretty much everybody knows at this point what the changes were about, you know, who was leaving, who was coming back, what was going on with your own life and the and the new horizons <laughs> coming along. Mm-hmm. And so now we're just kind of working through that process for the rest of this year and then next summer we'll have another chapter. So Wow. But yeah. The second half of of this, that's going to be really intense because I know the beginning has been intense, so, (laughs) wow. I mean, it is, you know, you look back and you go, well, you know, the Uranus energy and Pluto, which were the two Mm -hmm. slowest 
parts of that, they're actually forming a square to what they originated back in the mid-60s. So Mm -hmm. you can look back at our country's history and say, wow, look at the craziness that was generated in the 60s with war and free love and the drug culture and the crazy music and the bed-ins. And, you know, this was Uranus, (laughs) which was in charge of that, and Pluto, which was the, uh, you know, the uh, corporations or the government or whatever, at the time, and now here we are at the first t- turning point of that, and then these other <clears> planets took <throat> other corners, and whatever's happening globally, which we again are seeing, you know, the the banking system, the governments, the uh, you know, occupy whatever, <laughs> whichever country you're in. I know, uh, the, I know. Peoples that are going occupy on. That's all a result Disneyland. <laughs> occupy Disneyland. Yeah. I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> But you I know, know that's everybody's my having their own personal revolution uh-huh. too. So you know, it, it is a good time. The the only like major advice that you give everybody with this is don't fight the changes. You know, you're meant to mm-hmm. change during this period. Go and, slow. Um, Just kind yeah, of try ride the wave. And and yeah, and know that you're meant to come out of this different. And um, so yeah, think back to 2012. How much your life has changed since then. It's, it's oh pretty, yeah, pretty majorly. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people. I mean, you can definitely see that. Um, I know that you are available. I want to let everyone know also. This show will be available if you missed the beginning or would like to listen to it again. It'll be available on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio on demand. And um, again, the chat room is open. There are people in there, and I just wanted to say to everyone, I put Zoe's link to her blog spot where she posts her weekly um, forecast. And again, that's zomoonastrology.blogspot.com, and that's Z-O-E-M-O-O-N-A-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y. Boy, I spelled right today. Dot blogspot.com. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm shocked because I'm the worst speller. Everyone knows that if I send them something, they're going to have to spell check it, even though I do. It's <laughs> get it. But you know what? I have I have a creative mind, so I'm a writer. You know, I can write, and um, words flow through me like crazy. So um, I don't always spell them perfectly, but the but the intentions there. Let's just say that, right? Go. Um, so what we should do is, um, I don't know if, how much time you have today, because I know that you normally do um, so many so many um, shows a week, and I wanted to know if you wanted to run through the signs today or talk a little, why don't we talk a little bit about what's coming up, and then we'll take a break, and then we can run through the signs. You want to do that? All right. Um, Whatever you want to do, and then that'll give you a chance to drink some more champagne. We take a break, but <laughs> I can't drink too much. Us. I've got one glass here. That's it. Otherwise, That's I'll be like, good, good girl, good girl. <laughs> so um, um, yeah, but it's yeah, Friday. And, you're allowed to do that as long as you're not driving. You're allowed to do that. You're home, all right? So there you go. Yeah, I'm home. Uh, yeah, so you know what the the next big thing that we have is coming up this mm-hmm. Monday, which is Mars going direct. So Mars has been retrograde since March first. And mm-hmm. it's been in the sign Libra, which is the sign of our relationships. 
And so this is our personal romantic relationships, but it's also our business partners, our people that represent us like agents and attorneys, uh, our clients or our specialists that we see or competition. Uh, So any of those kind of one-on-one significant relationships in our life. So with Mars going backwards for the last two and a half months, uh, there's been people pulling away from each other or they they were distracted and had other things going on. There's been people from the past coming back around. Uh, there's been, you know, anger issues that needed to be readdressed, old passions that needed to be readdressed. Uh, you know, if it's a business person that this is about, I mean, it could have been about uh, trying to motivate something, but it was kind of slowed down and you really couldn't get it moving in the direction you wanted it just yet. And on Monday, the 19th of May, Mars goes direct. And so, you know, as it starts to pick up steam, it gets a little bit faster as it starts to move forward over the days and weeks ahead. Then you're going to see that all of a sudden now you can move forward. You can move on if you need to move past somebody. Um, You can meet new people who are going to be beneficial to you in these different ways. So it's been kind of a stagnation time. It's been important because... We were all really meant to try to get something right uh, with at least one key person in our life. So you were everything kind of slowed down in some way so that you could really figure it out. And to put it in perspective, I talked about this a little bit last night too on, on my show, and that is that if you think about it, you know, the last time Mars retrograded in the relationship sign was in 1997, and the time before that was in 1982. So you can look back and say, okay, what was really, you know, what was significant about the relationships in my life at those junctures? Was I, was it a year that was kind of preparing me for the next year when somebody significant came along? Was it a year when I married somebody or divorced somebody or got into a business partnership for the first time or took on clients, you know? It can really give you a clue as to how this cycle plays out in your own life. And um, the good news is, is that, this kind of weird back and, you know, weird energy level that we've seen in our partners or our clients or whatever is about to take off and start to pick up steam again. And so Monday may be an interesting day as that energy shifts and everybody yeah. kind of figures out what the I can, heck is. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the dates are very significant in my life for sure, and I, I just think it's it's very interesting when you look at, at the patterns that happen with astrology, you know, it's like, wow, okay, that's just crazy. Um, another thing that we have coming up is that the sun is going to move into Gemini. That happens on mm-hmm. Tuesday, the 20th. Yay! And so that's a 30-day transit, yeah. And, you know, that's going to be followed by a new moon in Gemini on the 28th. So we have the sun on the 20th, the new moon on the 28th, both in the same energy field. So That's unusual. You know, we see Gem- yeah. Well, we have Gemini energy really yeah. picking up. And so, you know, Gemini is the flirt. <laughs> so your mm-hmm. flirt is back on. Here we got Mars, our mojo, picking back up. And now we got the flirt on. So, I mean, really, I'm thinking that June is going to be a pretty uh, exciting and fun month compared to what we've been through lately. Um, yeah. But, now, Gemini is also about um, learning, and it's about talking. It's communication more than anything. So there's going to be a lot of ideas floating around. There's going to be some, some interesting meetings that are going to be happening, some offers possibly on the table. 
some agreements and sales happening. And so the sun, when it's moving through that for 30 days, is illuminating that field and really urging everybody to speak up or ask for something or meet and pitch ideas or interview, audition, propose, whatever the communication is for you. I flirt a lot. And then the new moon comes along and gives you a two-week window when the whole cosmos is behind whatever your idea or your communication thing is and pushing oh, wow. you out there so that you gather momentum that will carry mm-hmm. you through the next at least six months, possibly the next year. So, you know, that's kind of cool, and that seems very positive to me. And for writers, you know, you mentioned writing. I mean, this is the sign of the writer and the speaker, and so this becomes a really fantastic time to take your pen and start <laughs> putting it to paper and, and come in, you know, putting your ideas down or pitching those uh, scripts around Hollywood mm-hmm. or wherever you pitch them. Yeah. And then the I other like thing a pen happening... and paper. I like using a pen and paper. I use my computer oh. a lot and my, my, my pad a lot, but honestly, there's nothing like writing it down and being able to read it back in your own handwriting, you know, it's like kind of like validates it all, you know. I know, yeah. Well, it's, I know, there's so much in our cyber world that it's, it's, yeah, you make it, I think you make it more real, actually, when you put it on uh, from ink to paper, you know, it's a, it's a material thing then instead of just some bit of information out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it is faster. I mean, I have to admit that I do a lot of my writing on the computer, too, because I just I know. write so much. you got to do what I you got to do. Yeah. Um, and then the other, like, really big thing, and this is definitely a fantastic combination coming up, and uh-huh. that is happening on Saturday the 24th. And so we're in a build-up phase as we speak now. And this is Jupiter and Saturn aligning, and they're aligning in a harmonious way. So they're going to... Uh, solidify something here and so they're very different kinds of energies Jupiter is a 12-year energy Saturn is a 29-year energy so they've aligned in this pattern right now Jupiter really is about making something bigger and expansion while Saturn is about the container and constricting stuff and making it very solid and real so Mm -hmm. when you get the two together Jupiter can influence Saturn, which means that that solid, real thing that you're trying to build something around can become big. And with Saturn, with Jupiter, that big thing you're trying to do can have some solid feet underneath it and become grounded. So the alliance of those two energies in everybody's life is really saying, okay, here's kind of a reward from the cosmos, you know, to say thank you for all the all the crap we've put you through lately, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really should focus in on what this is about. Jupiter is, is really um, focusing in on the root of the chart, and that means that this could affect anything you're doing in your home or your living environment with a move, with a roommate, with your family, with a parent, with a real estate deal, with a renovation, you know, anything there at the, at the core root of your chart. And Jupiter says, let's make this bigger. Let's look at uh, Jupiter rules making things legal or traveling or doing something foreign with it or marketing it or, or setting up your media around it or... Uh, you know, having a wedding there or practicing your politics or your religion there or educating, you know, teaching or learning there. I mean, it's all the higher mind. And Saturn is in that sign of all the deep, intense stuff. So, 
you know, the big financial picture, solidifying something with that, or the divorce, favorably balancing and cementing something with that. This, you know, for you guys that are facing divorce right now, this is definitely going to come down on the side of benefiting you in the long run that your timing is happening with this right now. Um, the sex life, it's going to help you solidify something there and get serious about it or ambitious about it. So it could be about having a child or just about having better sex and being more intimate with somebody. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much the bulk of it. Third-party situations, like you're trying to, maybe you're trying to show your home to clients and you've got a real estate agent, that would be your triangle there. You know, you can kind of solidify something in that arena as well. So, I mean, there's really, this is a really strong, solid thing. It's going to hold influence uh, for quite a while. So, you know, anything that you're thinking about doing in these areas, this is a really good time. And definitely because Jupiter is only going to be in the sign of that home and family and grounded part of your life until mm-hmm. the middle of July, and then it won't be mm-hmm. back for another 12 years. Oh, wow. We need time. to do it. Yeah. So get yeah. up and do it. Wow. <laughs> That's intense. Yeah. I see um, yeah. my brother's listening from the U.K., so Jeffrey, um, oh, cool. if you're listening, yay. You know Joss, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool if he's listening, and I see my mom just tuned in, too. Um, And we have a new person I've never seen in the chat room called Red River Radio. What a great name. I love the name Red Velvet Media, and I like the name Red Velvet Radio. I'd love to know how you got that. Well, maybe Red River because of the Colorado River or something. I don't know. That'd be interesting because you know how it's funny how everybody comes up with names for their own shows and whatever. I, everybody knows mine's named after my favorite cake, so we won't even go there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> That's nice. You know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, no cupcakes were harmed in making my, my website, so, you know, <laughs> they were just... Oh, my God. And, you know, I um, always tell everybody, it, how could you eat a cup and be in a bad mood? You never see anyone eating a cupcake with a crappy look on their face. So you have to be happy when you're eating a cupcake, you know. So I'm all about happiness and love and trying to make the best of everything. Um, Why don't we take a really quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll go through the signs. Do you have time to go through the signs? Yeah, I mean, I can go through and talk, either talk about the Mars yeah. thing or talk about the Jupiter-Saturn thing, one or the other. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. All right, <laughs> let's take a really quick break, and um, we'll be right back. So um, this is Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Rating. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036 if you have a personal question for either Zoe or myself. Um, we'll be <laughs> We'll be happy to answer them. So um, hold on and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Holly Steffi and Red Velvet Media. So grab a cupcake, kick off your shoes, and join us. connection with their children. 
Now meet the woman who can help you get it and keep it, Dr. Shafali Savari. In all my 25 years of The Oprah Show, I've never heard such revolutionary and spot-on advice. This is so big, we needed two shows. For the first time ever, wake up with us in the morning on Super Soul Sunday. And then, the same night, we're taking the conversation to the Life Class Social Lab. A new way of looking at parenting that will change your child's life and yours. Sunday, Super Soul Sunday at 11 a.m. 10 Central. Oprah's Life Class at 9, 8 Central. Only here. So what does it mean to be a conscious parent? A conscious parent is not one who seeks to fix her child or seek to produce or create the perfect child. This is not about perfection. The conscious parent understands that this journey has been undertaken. This child has been called forth to raise the parent itself, to show the parent where the parent yet has to grow. This is why we call our children into our lives. Wow. You know, on Super Soul Sunday, we use the word conscious uh, and consciousness uh, interchangeably with spiritual and interchangeably, I think, consciousness, awareness, spirituality are all the same. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Definitely. As a parent, however, it becomes slightly different because the parent-child relationship, I think, is like none other. It's like none other. Because what other relationship will bring you to the call of your ego like the one you have with your child? I mean, children will trigger us like no one else because they are ours, my child. I will be a parent. I'm going to be the best mother. You know, we enter the journey thinking that our children will fulfill this idealized version of ourselves. And every time they do that, we applaud them. But every time they fall short of that, that's when we get triggered and we get activated. But what our children are really doing is showing us a mirror to our undeveloped self. Wow, that's great. Coming up this Sunday, make sure you tune in on that, guys. Um, That's for the um, OWN Network, for the Oprah Winfrey Network. We're very happy to be part of that. And um, make sure to check out Super Soul Sunday. And also, she's going to be starting a new series, I think, with Justin Timberlake, too. So that's going to be kind of cool. So um, get, let's welcome back to the show. I just um, am so excited that we're able to do work with them now. And uh, it's an honor to be able to uh, have you here, too, Zoe. So if you tuned in late, um, I have Zoe Moon, Astrologist to the Stars, And if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, um, on demand, and also on iTunes. Um, So uh, welcome back to the show. And we are talking about, the the, we talked about the Grand Cross earlier and about how the moon is going to be moving into Gemini. And why don't we run through... um, Let's run through the signs because I know it's always really fun for people to hear that what what they think is going to happen you know what what aspirations we might have for each of ourselves. Are you there, good. Zoe? Okay, okay. <laughs> you got lost in your bottle of champagne, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I want to say to everyone in the chat room, welcome to Red Velvet Media, and um, we're really happy you're here. And if you want to call in and ask Zoe anything um, or myself anything, um, as long as it's. Uh, um, okay, yeah, three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. So <laughs> don't call in if it's not okay. Don't do that. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, totally. 
<laughs> so that stalker that's listening, don't call me. All right, go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, a cupcake and something champagne. There did you, you like that? That's one of my new. Ad, that's one of my new um, ads that they made me. And um, we have a couple. We have little filler tags, and um, that one there has um, "Grab yourself a cupcake." I just thought I thought that was great because so what do you really like? And I said I love food and cupcakes and peace and love and happiness and and they said okay let's make you a couple. So thanks to Lux Lang um, doing the voiceover on that. I want to thank um, him from the bottom of my heart. He and Sandy Fox for doing my voiceovers. And that's an original piece of music, by the way, for um, Red Velvet Media that he um, created for me. It's very Avatar-type sounding um, music, I think, at the end with the choir, the little African African uh, voice motif there mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, so... I really liked it. It really resonated well with me, and it kind of goes with everything. Yeah, we wanted something that could go along with any kind of show I went because, I mean, I had I had Richie Ramone on last week, and now I'm having you on, and then um, next week we're doing shows on books and um, and some really amazing other guests. So, uh, and and then this week I had oh my gosh, you missed a great show. If you missed it, you have to listen to it, and you especially, Zoe. I had Ash on, who is a spiritual guider. She's a yogi as well. That show was amazing, amazing show. She's Very such cool. a compassionate, wonderful human being. But um, you are too. So let's talk about let's talk about um, let's talk about what's hap- going to happen to everyone. <laughs> well, I think I'll focus just on the Mars energy. <laughs> Yeah, I know. This is a personal energy, uh, you know. So really, this will be about people's relationships and and the shift happening. So, you know, mm-hmm. for Aries, me, for Aries out there, <laughs> wow, and definitely. Was that that champagne already getting you? <laughs> no, that's just my my ongoing cough. That you know, I think it's the spirit that haunts me. That's what I think it is. Honestly, yeah, I do too. Uh, <laughs> but we'll talk to, about that if we have time at the end. Yeah, I, I want to know how your little <laughs> poltergeist situation is going on over there, but um, we'll get into that at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always an interesting story here in my little haunted uh-huh. house. And uh, yeah, okay. So uh, yeah, so the Aries really, you know, this is about big choices that you guys are making in those relationships. Definitely, the Aries is always most descriptive of the actual aspect itself because you guys are the first sign. So this time period and this week ahead, you should be making some very serious choices. Um, You're ready now to move into some new relationships to go seek that agent, that specialist, that attorney, that new way of approaching your clients. Uh, you may be ready to now open yourself up to a romantic union or to do something new with your romantic partner if you're already involved or to leave one behind if you've decided that you've outgrown this relationship. Um, And definitely a new way, hopefully, because Aries is the warrior uh, energy, uh, that you have learned a new way of fighting the good fight when it comes to your opponents and competition and all that um, so that you don't, (laughs) self-undo yourself, you know. That's <laughs> and, a good uh, one. Hopefully, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and like I said, you you guys have not had this lesson since 1997, 
And so it's a big deal that whatever you've kind of come up with, however you're feeling about yourself and the way you connect with other people and what you're willing to give of yourself and, and, and what you expect in return, you should have evolved a little bit over this last two and a half months. And hopefully you will start to see this shift happening as you head into this next week. Uh-huh. And Aries, also, I would just say that there may be um, a few people that are reactive towards you, especially over this weekend and on Monday, Tuesday of next week. And if so, you know, you can obviously jump in and react back to them. But what you would do to kind of help yourself see how much is changing within your own dynamic is to kind of witness, step back a little bit and witness that reflection. How are these people responding to me? What is that telling me about myself? Because this lesson is your lesson right now, and it can help you enter into better relationships moving forward. So do expect that there will be a few people either ultra-passionate about you or or ultra-angry at you or really trying to push you hard to do some things. Yeah, do you know some Aries? (laughs) Are you uh, a... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... The good news with that, though, is that you are going to start to see movement again. So if you've been waiting, you know, waiting on that attorney or that agent to come through for you or the clients to really start moving along or or the partner, whatever that is, it is going to start to move now. Uh, For Taurus, there's been a real focus on several different areas in your life with these relationships. So for Taurus, um, there's a big shift happening over the weekend and into next week that has to do with your work. So the way that you are partnering with people for the job or the representatives who are helping you land work or the client base and how you're motivating and approaching your clients, really the lesson for you has been learning how to work one-on-one with other people to really get your best work out there and to attract the kind of work that you want and to be valued in the work that you do. And so there, you know, those people that are showing up around you should be mirroring that for you a little bit. The other area that's a real powerhouse for Taurus is around health. And so, you know, there's going to be a shift here after this two-and-a-half-month period of, of slowdowns or backtracking, which is really going to help shoot you out there when it comes to your own health and the way that you treat your body. So, you know, these people that, are, that you're involved with may be doctors or Reiki energy workers or, you know, yoga teachers or a trainer or somebody that you partner with to go to the gym or go hike with or, you know, whatever it is you do for better health, Now you're ready to move forward on that, hopefully. You've put some time in with that. And then lastly, um, this is about paperwork. So some Tauruses may have found that, you know, if they were going through, let's say they were going through a divorce and for the last two and a half months they've had to kind of go back and forth over paperwork, now it's ready to move forward. Or if they've been trying to get paperwork signed to buy a house or to, you know, or maybe negotiating a contract for a big job, uh, now the paperwork is going to start to move ahead. So you may you may decide that it's time to seek that new person to get that paperwork happening, or you might see the person that you're involved with starting to move past whatever stuck situation you were in. Um, for Gemini, uh, the relationships for Gemini, first of all, they've been very focused on falling in love, being in love, how you love, <laughs> maybe how your twin loves since you are a twin. Get both of you guys together to love in the same way. Uh, 
Yeah, so the, oh. the, you know, the, the relationship energy there means that there's been a real strong focus partnership here. Do I want to commit? Do I not want to commit? If I am committed, do I want to stay committed? Um, and, again, I look in that mirror of who am I when, it is, when I am in relationship? How much love am I capable of giving? How comfortable am I with that? And it may have been a time where you thought about maybe it's time to see a marriage counselor or some kind of specialist who could help you. Um, or maybe it's a divorce lawyer. Again, you know, maybe the relationship isn't going to last if you're already committed. But, or maybe it's time to, like, see somebody who can help you meet the right person, a matchmaker or some kind of dating site or something like that. So whatever's been happening, you're going to see this shift start to take place as you move into this next week and, and the, the energy starts to pick up steam again and now you're moving into relationships that are going to benefit that love life. For Gemini, this is also about creative projects. So this may be a time where all of a sudden now those partners, that the people that want to work with you creatively are going to start to come on board again or they're going to help you move that creative project forward or the clients or the, the, you know, whoever it is who buys your creative work are going to start to show up again, um, or the person that represents you creatively is going to start to move forward again. So whatever you needed to work out in that creative field, that's getting ready to shift and start to actually move ahead again. And this is also the area about children. So for Gemini, you know, if you've been uh, deciding, do I want to have kids, or is it time to get my child into a a new school or to a therapist or, you know, whatever it is with children. Maybe you, maybe it's not about your own children or it's, it's about your involvement with a children's charity or uh, maybe you teach volleyball for the kids or something. I don't know. Maybe you're the PTA person. I don't know. But whatever it is, if you have an involvement around children, then this energy is going to unstick that relationship dynamic and help you now start to get the right partners, go after the right representatives, the right specialists, uh, you know. So true love, creativity, and children, and we see these relationships now starting to turn around and go in this new direction. For cancer, everything has really been playing out with your key relationships based at the root of the chart. So as we enter into this next week and we start to pick up steam, um, we're going to start to see things happening in the home with real estate deals, with moves or renovations, with family, with parents, with roommates. It's all there at, you know, the core of your chart. And so, you know, if you've been waiting for the sale of a property or to buy a property or to, you know, get the, higher, the right movers to move you or the renovation to finally kick into gear or the specialist for your parent or the partner for, you know, the I don't know, whatever the combination is for you. These relationships that are important and key for you to move these things ahead are going to start to form. And you're going to be able to make choices. Maybe it is about do I stay in a committed relationship, you know, and stay in the home with this person or am I ready to exit that relationship and leave the house? Or do I want to, I'm crazy about somebody, now I want to move in with them kind of thing. You know, there's a lot of different combinations here. So you need to think about where you are in your process and what what's felt kind of stuck and what you're now ready to move forward on with these key people in this area. Again, thinking back to 1997, the last time you had this big shift, and before that, 1982. All right, for Leo, really? this is, yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's for a every long time. Sign. I mean, 
yeah, this, these are big cycles, you know. So That's great. Yeah. Um, Leo, it's about your your mind, your mental state. How mental are you, Leo? Oh, God. Uh, it's, it's really about choices, big decisions, big ideas. And so, you know, for Leo, maybe it's about something you've written, and now you're, you know, these last two and a half months you've been kind of figuring out who it is you need. Maybe you're going to find that, you know, publisher or you're going to partner with somebody to finish the writing or get a great editor, you know. So it could be about your, your ideas on paper. It could be about uh, your ideas on paper when it comes to an agreement that needs to be signed or a big sale that needs to happen as well. And again, those key relationships, who's going to be involved with this? How am I going to move forward? Does my, is my relationship affected by what I want to do with this agreement, this sale? Uh, same thing with big talks and meetings that you've been kind of trying to work out and go back over the past and finesse or get something right. Now you can make the choice and move ahead with those. Um, this is about um, anything that has to do with your local neighborhood or community activities or short trips to nearby towns for Leo. So you might be working something out with that. Uh, it also may involve an offer or proposal and what, which way do I want to go with that, with these key relationships. So, you know, Leo may be hearing a lot of information coming in or may be ready to really spout out quite a bit themselves. Maybe, they're gonna, maybe there's a big interview or audition or speaking role that they're about to land or they've been working to get out there, you know. Again, it all involves key relationships and all this information that you've been waiting on to happen or waiting to make happen yourself, now you're going to be able to go out there, meet with these new people, or take things to the next level with the people that have been kind of on the fence or you've been working things through. Um, Virgo, it's been about valuing yourself and learning to value yourself. And in the material world, it's been focusing in on your personal income, your possessions, and any purchases that you would be making, and how all of that is reflective of how you value yourself. And so you've had this two and a half month period where, you know, maybe you didn't, maybe your client base either pulled back a little bit or you pulled back and, or maybe you needed to really deal with your possessions and, you know, you were emptying out a house or you were, you know, separating your stuff from their stuff in the relationship and going through those possessions. Or maybe it had to do with, you know, your purchasing power because of some relationship dynamic that's involved. And so now that we see Mars going direct over this, you know, you're feeling the buildup over this weekend and into next week, goes direct on Monday. Uh, these people are now going to be ready to start to move forward with you. So, you know, maybe you'll get that call and be able to go in and land the income-producing situation or yeah, the, the movers are going to show up and get all your possessions out of the house for you or whoever, you know, your clients are all going to start flooding back in um, or your partner is going to give you that credit card and you can go purchase yourself crazy. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know, financially, value-wise. <laughs> Uh, Hopefully, you know, again, because this is such a large cycle and you look back to 1997 or 1982, you think about how far you've come when it comes to how you value yourself within a relationship, how you uh, share the financial flow, um, you know, what goes on with what you think about possessions in the world and all of that. 
Um, for Libra, it's interesting because for Libra, it's in, you know, Mars has been retrograde in their sign. So it has been a two and a half month period where they were really meant to focus in on who they are, what they need, what's going on in their body, what's going on with their brand, if they have a brand that they're developing, what's going on with their image, their name, their title, their identity. Very me-focused for Libra. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, they've probably been asking the question, you know, uh, is this person right for me? Is this person helping me promote the brand or help or partnering with me in a balanced way or, um, you know, or helping me with my body and getting in shape or healing or helping me with that image and all of this? Or do I want to keep the same name? Do I want to get married? Do I want to get divorced? Do I want to, um, you know, change my title and go, you know, elevate into some different title? And so as we see Mars going direct in this week ahead, you're going to start to see momentum gathering up and now the people are able to step up and and do for you again or you're able to step out and meet the right new people that are going to come along Uh, or if it's someone you're already involved with that you want to stay involved with, you'll actually see some momentum gearing up and moving forward. For Scorpio, it's happening in a very complicated part of the chart. Uh, First and foremost, it's in the karmic part of the chart. And so this happens to be one of those times in your life uh, where there will be some karmic delineation for you guys in relationships. So you may have run the whole gamut of your karmic balance with this other soul as far as you were meant to go in this lifetime. And it's now time to part ways because you both need to go on different paths. And, and Or there may be some new people coming into your life that have karmic ramifications for you and you're meant to hook up now going forward. And so there's quite a bit of karmic balance here. And this, again, can be from partners, from agents, attorneys, specialists, clients, opponents, competitors, advocates whoever these key relationships are. And all of this, you've had two and a half months to kind of feel it out or, or you know, do what you needed to do to look back on that. Now it's going to start to pick up and move forward. In the material world, what this area is about, um, one of the areas is artistry. And so artistic projects like film, music, painting, poetry, dance, sculpture. These things are going to start to move forward via these key relationships again. So you've had this kind of pullback where it was an incubatory stage or where you were working on something already in the past or letting go of something so that now you're ready to thrust yourself out there into this new territory artistically via some of these key people that are going to be showing up or people that are already involved that you're ready now to do some things with. This is also the area of spiritual growth. And so meditation, yoga, your magical interests, your psychic abilities, uh, your connection with nature, uh, the people that are key in helping promote your growth on a spiritual level are now ready to step in and move forward with you. Uh, Or you're ready to move past anyone that you may have decided that you've outgrown in those areas and, and look for that next person that resonates with you a little bit better. Uh, This is the area of healing and hospitals, of retreat and recuperation. So, you know, whatever has been going on in that part of your life over this last two and a half months, we see a shift in the dynamic in the week ahead and some key people uh, being able to be let go and some key people that you're moving forward into new relationships with 
or taking things to the next level with everything kind of starts to pick up in a new direction. Um, this is the level, or this is the area for Scorpio of clandestine romance or romantic getaways. It's where you have romance blossoming in a private or secret way. And so if you were involved, let's say you were involved in some kind of clandestine romance and you weren't feeling good about it, you were crazy about the person but not feeling good about the secret side of it so much, um, this two-and-a-half-month period should have helped you figure out where you are in that. And as we see the shift in this week ahead, you could be having somebody coming back around or you exiting the picture or you ready to move on to the next thing, whatever that is. Or maybe you're ready to take it out into the light of day and then let the world know what's going on in this romance. Um, or if you felt like this period has given you an idea that you really do need to set more time aside to have a romantic life, uh, then now you're going to start to hear that, that starting gun go off and you're going to know that the opportunities are going to open up where you can start to initiate that romance again and have some private time with your love. And then lastly, this area in the material world for Scorpio is about research and development and the strategies and the, the incubatory stages of development that happen behind closed doors. And so now that's ready to really take off in a new direction with some key relationships. So quite a bit there for Scorpio, <laughs> but they can handle it. So um, next sign is Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Yay! <laughs> you know, Sagittarius, everybody can you know. tell I'm a Sag. Yeah, I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, hard to tell. Um, for the Sages, this is really a couple fields here. One is your aspirations. What is your big dream that you have for yourself? Hopefully, over this last two and a half month period, you know, things have slowed down enough, or you've had enough time behind closed doors to really kind of think, who is it I want to be involved with to really reach those aspirations. Uh, the people that I'm involved with now, do they resonate with that aspiration that I have now for my life? Um, do, do I need, is there another type of person that I need to get involved in this? And so, you know, whoever stays, whoever goes is your choice. But in this week ahead, everything starts to shift and you're now free enough and the energy is moving forward in a direction where the right people will start to be available and you can actually take moves towards them. Or you might see in the people around you, wow, this person would be great for this and start to be able to move towards that. And if you've been waiting to hear about something that is tied into your aspirations from a key person, then that should start to come through and, and the momentum is going in that direction. The other area for Sagittarius is the complete social stratosphere around you. And so this mm. means that everything from personal friendships to group affiliations to what you do online through the Internet, what you do uh, tied to astrology, what you do involving charities, what you do in social networking, if there are any parties or events that you're part of, a cause that you're standing up for, um, if it, you know, anything that is involved, that kind of social stratosphere, you've had a couple, two and a half months again to decide what key relationships, you know, that you really want to move forward with uh, in these areas and what new things you want to do with these people or what people or, you know, what relationships are not working for you and making choices and you're going to see things really starting to take off and roll down that road. And then lastly, I would say for Sagittarius, you know, this is the area that is about your personal freedom 
and independence, uh, your originality, any inventions you might have, that kind of quirky, brilliant side of who you are. And so key people that can help open that up for you, now we're going to start to see that moving ahead again as well. So any changes that you would make involving those themes, again, you would be reaching out to those kinds of people. For Capricorn, it's been playing out in your career midheaven. So for two and a half months, I mean, you may have been going back to old clients or you may have seen clients, your clients kind of slowing down or drying up a little bit when it comes to your career, or maybe your partner is pulled back or you've gone back to a past partner or a past headhunter or a specialist or advocate, whoever is involved, that key serious relationship for your career. And now as Mars goes direct in this week ahead, you're ready to roll out the carpet and start to go ahead and launch to the next level when it comes to your goals, your career, your reputation, and these key people. Clients are going to start to come back in, uh, the right people that you want to partner with or move ahead with. And besides career, I mentioned the goals in career. It's also about big personal goals for Capricorn. So if your goal is to travel the world or retire or get married or have a baby or buy your first house, it has to be a big goal. <laughs> but the big goals fall in this part of the chart. So key relationship dynamics are shifting as you prepare to move into that next chapter. And then lastly, this part of the chart for Capricorn involves um, the, who you see as authority figures in your life. So this could be a boss. It could be a parent. It could be a judge. It could be a religious leader. I mean, whoever that, you know, whoever the key authority figures are around you, um, making some choices in relationship dynamic here, finding, you know, the right balance and moving forward with these key people um, is going to actually start to happen again as we move into this next week. For wow. Aquarius, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's I know. It's fun. like... Especially Intense. if you think how long it's great. been, you know? You're so spot on, yeah. Zoe. You really are. I mean, it's really not, are. I'm just the messenger. I mean, it's astrology. It's amazing. I know. Um, I know. Okay. So for Aquarius, um, yeah. you know, Aquarius is all about, this is really a, a very, very strong focus in the higher mind, everything that falls within the higher mind. And so astrology defines these areas as, um, one is travel and foreign interests and foreign people and multiculturalism. And so anything that exposes you to the worldwide, you know, global thought, globalization, uh, traveling abroad. Um, and so any key relationships, maybe you're, you know, you've got a marketing campaign person who's going to help you get your message out globally, or maybe you're going to, you and your partner want to travel the world, or maybe, uh, you know, I mean, there's so many different combinations you could get here. Maybe you're going to import export with somebody, you know, and now this is all going to start to move forward. You've had two and a half months to kind of set your mind about who and what you want to do to reach out globally in whatever way you're going to. And now this is going to help you go in that direction. Uh, two, it, the law. 
so it may be time now if you've been waiting for a legal contract to be signed or you've been thinking about making something legal, you might want to incorporate, you might want to, maybe there's a lawsuit you've been waiting on hearing something about, maybe you want to, uh, you know, sign documents for whatever, whatever it is for you guys. Uh, the legal side of things is going to now start moving. So now you can find the right attorney or you can hear from the attorney that's already involved or whoever this person is. Um, three, I don't know if I've been going A, B, and C, or one, two, and three, but anyways, the third one here is about education. And so, obviously, in the higher mind, this is about now you're ready to uh, launch into this new learning curve, or now you're really ready to share your wisdom and teach. And so, maybe all your students are going to start to show up now as the teacher, or maybe you're going to partner with the right person to go and, and go into something educational or learn something with. Um, and so, you know, relationships start to roll along now when it comes to learning and education. Um, four <laughs> is media. So cute. Media and, and the umbrella of media yeah. is mar yeah, marketing, broadcasting, publishing, publicity. And so, you know, anything that is getting the word out there and all those streams of consciousness, this is going to start to link you with the right people and or take you with relationships you already have established and take those out there into the next level and, again, gather clients, partnerships, representatives, and everybody that you need moving this forward. Five, <laughs> this is the area of weddings, of religion, and of politics. Okay, they may not all kind of fit together, but I throw them all together. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so you cute. may be ready to make a I choice. I love it. Maybe you're gonna, yeah, maybe you're going to hire your wedding planner now or, or the wedding planner is ready to move ahead with you or you're ready to propose or someone's ready to propose to you and you're, or somebody invites you to a wedding and there's going to be relationships that blossom out of the wedding. Or you're ready really to commit to something in your religious training or your religious experience or through your political, you know, affiliations and what you're willing to do to stand up for your ideal uh, politician. So all of these higher-minded arenas, this is where the Aquarian energy is with key relationships. And if you look back at what was starting to evolve in 97, if you look back to 1982, you're right there again and you're ready to launch into this new direction with people and this all starts to pick up next week. And then finally, Pisces. Pisces is dealing with the most intense and profound and deep part of the chart. And so first of all, you know, the most intense of that is life and death situations. So for the last two and a half months, you may have been processing someone's passing or facing your own mortality issues, and now you're ready to move forward with the, you know, the, the specialist, the doctor, your partner, the, you know, or whoever that person would be. Maybe there's an attorney helping you deal with an estate, that kind of thing. Um, this area rules birth and reproductive needs. And so maybe you're, you've been trying to make that choice and now you're ready to make it with your partner or you've decided, I want a baby and now you're going to go out and find a partner. <laughs> or maybe, you know, you're, maybe you're a doctor and you're involved in reproductive issues and things like this. So whatever that relationship is for you, these start to gear up and move forward. This is about your sex life. And so, uh, you know, maybe you've had two and a half months where you were getting over somebody, so now you're ready to move out and find a new sexual partner. 
uh, or maybe you've been working on a dysfunction and now you're ready to move out and really start to enjoy sex again. Uh, or maybe you're staying in a relationship and there was stuff that you were working through and now you guys are getting your sex back on. <laughs> so whatever the sexual issue or interest or attraction is, that starts to roll along now. Um, this is about divorce. So when the sex and the, everything goes bad, I guess this is the other side of the coin. And so, again, <laughs> right? So, so we, now we see. Yeah. I, know, I don't know. When the sex goes bad, you get a divorce. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Sorry. I they say work go. through no. it. Yeah, I know. I, I know. know. I know. I know. But you know what I'm saying. But so, this is you know, what, if you are, what we're looking at, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, if it's a Pisces who's facing a divorce, put it that way, um, okay. and, you know, now things start to move. So you may hear from your attorney or you and the partner may make the choice or whatever. Maybe, you, maybe you've been working papers. through not getting a divorce, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I finally, know. this area for Pisces is about the big financial picture. So, again, you know, if you've been deciding to go get the loan or, or deal with the inheritance or the bankruptcy or the taxes or the insurance or the investments or the alimony or child support or commissions or royalties or partner's money, now we see that the key people, now you can go out there, you can meet with the banker or meet with the tax attorney or meet with, or you and your partner can decide to start to do something with the investments, whatever that financial interest is for you. Now you're ready to kind of find, maybe you'll meet the right investor or backer for your project, you know. So this, this is where it's going for Pisces. So all of us are really starting to come out of this slumbering period where we were really making a choice about who and, and who's going to be in the picture and what we're really ready to do, and it all starts to move forward next week. Oh, wow. That was a mouthful, huh? It always is. <laughs> I know, I but you know, <laughs> it's always so intense, and you know, it's always so so spot on too. So, um, you can find Zoe's weekly forecast on her blog spot page as well. Okay, so it's zoemoonastrology.blogspot.com, and she's on every. Thursday on Red Velvet, uh, not on Red Velvet, I'm going to say Red Velvet, on Blog Talk Radio <laughs> under her own show, Zoe Moon. And I want to say um, to everyone in the chat room that missed the beginning of the show, if you missed your sign or you missed us talking about the Grand Cross and about everything else that's been happening and all the crazy energy, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio On Demand. Um very interesting. I've got a couple new radio shows in my chat room, so I want to say welcome to you. Feel free to follow me, and um, I'm going to follow you as well because I like to do that out of respect for anyone that's on the on this network. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening, and um, if you do want to call in, we're going to be on for a few more minutes, 347 Six seven seven one zero three six. If you have any personal questions for Zoe or for myself, um, so while we're waiting, if anyone wants to call in, what I'd like to ask you, Zoe, is um, let's talk about let's let's fill everybody in on your house situation. Zoe lived with her mom. A house came available um, next door to her in a really beautiful neighborhood. She and her fiance bought it and. It has spirits in the house and um, documented 
um, things that are going on in the house too as well. So it's not just like a bunch of a bunch of just like um, weird talk. I know that you've done a little history. Have you, did you take that um, apron? She found an apron in the wall. Did you take the apron in and have it looked at yet? Not yet, but it is bagged. <laughs> and we're taking it when we get a break in the action. Definitely. Yeah, What's going on next door at your house now? And by the way, she she's renovating the new house. And she's staying in her mom's house at the, next door. But she's renovating the new house on the other side. Um What's happening over there now? Anything new? You know, this house was built in 1860, so it has quite a history. There's been mm-hmm. five deaths in the house, possibly seven. Five, seven altogether that were tied to here, but I'm not sure if two of them passed here. Um, quite a few very young deaths in this house over the years all things that I learned after I purchased the house. Um, But I did want to, you know, I wanted a property next door to my mom so I could help out with what she's going through with her house. Um, And, yeah, it's it's crazy, crazy haunted. And it really does get stirred up when we renovate here. And we've um, we've had several people witness the voices here. Um... It mimic. It tends to mimic my. It'll mimic my voice. Uh, James has heard me talking in other rooms in the house when I wasn't here, and um, he and and he had one of his uh, renovator friends here, and they heard me actually come in the front door and start talking, and they were yelling for me through <laughs> through the back kitchen, and I didn't answer, and so they came through, and they you know the front door was locked. There was nobody here, so that was witnessed by this other guy. I had a friend from L.A., an actress out here, uh, who was sitting in the living room and actually saw something like kind of fly up and land. (laughs) So whatever is here is very, very active. Our scariest thing was uh, when we had plastic across the kitchen door to keep all the renovated stuff from, you know, the dust and everything coming into the rest of the house. And we locked up the house and then came home and somebody had pushed through the plastic from about six feet high all the way down to the ground, and there was an indentation of fingerprints in the plastic, and all the doors of the house were locked. And so we called the police out who went through the whole house, and you didn't find anything, oh, yeah. in the, and the police Tell them what the police yeah, said. The police. I, this is going to kill everyone. Yeah, I really wish. I thought I was being punked. I looked around for Ashton no, Kutcher. No, say, like, say it. Say it. Tell everyone what the cop said. Right? Yeah, so she says, she's like, well, um, you know, I have to ask you, do you believe in, in ghosts? And I'm like, I just looked at her like, uh, well, yeah, I, I do, I guess. And, and she's like, well, you know, in my experience, like, there's been a few things like this. There's no other explanation, you know, uh, that I can see. And so if I were you, I'd like call out a paranormal society or a priest or something and I'm like oh, okay <laughs> so she so she literally right. walked, yeah I'm like yeah I wish I could have like I, I, I wanted to just hold up my phone and record her because like I just couldn't believe this was coming out of her mouth and and then so so she walked us out we locked everything we my mom was had just come out of the hospital so she was at a rehab facility in between and so I we were on our way over there to visit her so we all left the house together, locked it, left. When we come back, I went into her house. James came over here to this house. He calls me and he says, don't come over here, lock your door. The police are on their way back out. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, the side door is standing wide open. 
So here comes the police back second time, and she's like, she was there. She saw, she was there being it bolted. And she's like, I just don't understand this. And, you know, so there was no, and so this time when she came back the second time, she brought this big, huge, bulky, you know, guy policeman with her. He did the same thing. They went through with guns drawn through the whole freaking place, made it stay out on the sidewalk, come back. We come in, and they're like, the guy goes, yeah, I, I was never a believer, but, you know, there was another house about this old, and me and my partner saw something move straight across the living room with nobody there to move it. And so if I were you, I'd call a priest. <laughs> like, oh, oh that is so funny. So, so what did you, yeah, what do you mean by the door was wide open and locked? What does that mean? What do you mean? When we open? left, when, when the police were here the first time, we all left the house together, and we yeah. went through the and lot. We she checked all the doors, so we bolted. They had deadbolts in them, and so and oh, wow. before we t- right when we took possession of the house, we had the house rekeyed. So there is nobody with a key besides us, and so uh-huh. and we left together, and we went and saw my mom. And when we came back, that side door that we had all you know witnessed being Got deadbolted. It, yeah was standing wide open. Anyone from the street could have walked into the house. The whole house was wide open. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty trippy. Yeah, so I know. Now, you're at that house right now, too, aren't you? I am, yes. Yeah. It, it doesn't speak to me. It, it does, I mean, it does. I have not heard it yet. Um, it, mm-hmm. A lot of people have heard it. Um, but I have seen quite a few things, and I had a physical encounter once. And, you know, so there's been – the thing is is that I think that when we actually are living here, living here and not just renovating it, then I probably will call somebody in to bless the house and, and oh, walk sure. through it and do what I – yeah, but I, I just don't really want to stir up any added trouble until I know that I'm going to be here dealing with it. And so, yeah, it's been interesting, very interesting. Wow. Well, you can give them a glass of champagne, too, while they're standing around listening to you doing this radio show. And I know that um, when we talk, I know I know from my experience, um, when we talk about things more, it kind of stirs the energy up, too. So um, I know that you try to talk about it as least as possible, but... Sometimes it's almost impossible not to talk about because it's so it's affecting your life so much that well, reality show that wanted to come out Judas in January here and uh-huh. I really it really came down to deciding not to do that because I was just definitely it was the same thing if if you bring in a whole camera crew into this house and for a solid week, all anybody's doing is focusing on that energy and stirring it up, and then they're going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to be here with it. You know, it's like I, I had no idea what that might bring up in the house. And they'd actually, you know, I, I spent quite a lot of time talking with the producer of that show, and, and who's a super nice person, and I really do believe, you know, what they're doing and everything. But he had told me, you know, that they had done one of their houses they had done where, they they had said that she needed to have an exorcism done there, and this oh, was wow. like six or eight months That's later, crazy. and they still had nobody had gone in to do it because she couldn't find anybody to do it, and so she's mm-hmm. still living there all this time. I mean, I don't I I don't get the feeling that what I, what's in here is stuff. anything dark like that. But. When you know the exorcism part and stuff like that, when it starts to go into that end, I get yeah. kind of creeped out. I, I don't know why. Um, I don't know. I can handle. I can handle 
the fact that I know there's spirits there and doors are locked, unlocked and, and plastic being broken. But when it really comes down to, like, actually physically seeing a spirit in a body or an exorcism or anything like that, that stuff really, um, I, I, I tend to stay away from that. I, I don't want to yeah, be involved in that. It's um, yeah. Because, you know, spirits around us all the time. And, you know, as you and I have discussed many times before, and even on my other shows when we've talked about spirituality and versus religion, um, we talk about spirit is always present. You know, when somebody leaves this earth, um, they physically leave on, a, on, on their, their body, their human um, vessel that they were in. But their spirit and their memories are always going to be in the wind and all around us and we have the option to be able to remember those people anytime we want if we close our eyes and just really think about it but um to you know to be caught in between like what you have there at your house um where they weren't able to get to the light or get to the next place where they need to go um maybe you were meant to move in there to help them do that did you ever think about yeah, that yeah it could be I have definitely, definitely. I uh, I, mean, I helped clear a house once out in LA for somebody, and it's quite the intense thing. It's just I'm just not ready to dive into it until I take that on right now. I know. Yeah, it's exhausting. I know, and the dreams have been really crazy too lately for a lot of people. The dream state, guys. If you do a lot of dreaming and and um, if you can cut, try to keep a dream journal and try to when you write in that dream journal, write as <laughs> as clearly as you can because I know I personally have written in dream journals and I wake up and I read them and I can't read it, but I've written some trippy stuff that I don't even remember until I read what I've written and then it re- I remember the dream. So dreams are really intense right now, especially. For me, I know, and um, plus with the moon and all the different things that we've gone through, I think if we pay attention to our dreams, if you allow yourself to, it's really great. And I talk to um, other people, you just get really drained too from them. Um, but you have to learn how to manage that. Like you learn to manage your your things that you can do, so you're not getting overly tired. But there are times where I personally have to sleep like a whole day or whatever, because it's affected me so much on a spiritual level that my body has to recharge, you know? Um, I know you know what yeah, I'm talking about. I do think it does that. I did that. I had an experience last week where I was up running around, and all of a sudden around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I just mm-hmm. went down. I thought, okay, I'm going to lay down for a half hour. How odd. And I didn't wake up till 8, and I definitely had quite the interaction with a soul on the other side and it was oh really really wow yeah i did so Uh, over at my mom's house actually yeah so it was time for you to chill out you know that's what you have to listen to is your body and your spirit telling you that you need to um relax you know and i tend to always try to stay out of the dark stuff and try to Bring light in well, wherever I can, I can. and I, I know that's what you're doing too. Yeah, yeah, and and you're doing that, and um, I, you know, I hope that that all goes really well for you there because I know that you're that you're moving in there now, and um, it's, you know, 
I know people that have lived with spirits in houses and they've just gone on with it and ignored them. And just they're there and they do things for attention. But yeah, you've got to you've got to clear that clear that place. I don't know if uh, smudging it's going to do all that. But you know, it's really weird. The other night, um, I had I had the feeling in in my house that there was something here. And what's really strange is my cat, I have, won't come in the house. He wants to stay outside all day long. And and when he comes in the house, he cries and cries and cries to go out. I mean, he basically goes out by 6 in the morning and stays out all day on my patio in my garden and then will come back in the house about 11 o'clock at night and go to sleep. Um, And it's not because he's spoiled or wants to be outside because he's not. He's not running around or doing anything. There was definitely something here. So I smudged the house with some sage that um, my friend sent me. And um, I actually took the sage and I put it in a circle around him. And I really felt there was a clearing. And he, he had been crying hysterically before I smudged around him. And then as soon as I did that, he just calmed down. And um, he's still staying outside, but he doesn't seem to be as stressed out. So there could That's be some, I mean, definitely something here. Up on stuff. Yeah. yeah, I can usually feel it, and I feel like um, it's kind of neutral. But I really feel like right now in your house, um, they're listening. You know what I mean? Oh, they're probably. Just listening. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, you know, you just have to wish... wish spirit well and and wish spirit into the light and um that they go into the next place and find peace there you know and there will be a lot of people that'll say oh that's crazy and stuff like that but you know when you actually experience it um that's when you say wow you, you know and you have an aha moment um so you know it's it's like you know pay attention guys to what's happening around you and um, I want to thank you so much for running through the signs, and um, I hope that we got to everybody. And um, it's really funny; no one called this time. We usually have like, oh God, ten to twenty callers. Everybody was listening, but the numbers are very high on um, live listeners, and I do see quite a few people in the chat room. So I want to thank again everyone in the chat room for listening to Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, Today with Zoe Moon. Um, Again, Zoe has her own show on the Blog Talk Network on Thursdays. And Zoe is usually my, she's my house astrologer, so she'll come on about once a month or once every six weeks. And we run through everything because we kind of, we talk in between, but we know when it's time to do a show. Um, We just kind of feel it and we say, oh my gosh, you know. Um, but there's some really cool shows that are going to be coming up, too, on Red Velvet Media. Um, I'm going to have a, um, a Willie Nile on, um, which is really cool. He just released his new CD, American Ride, next Friday. And um, and then on Wednesday, we're going to have Aaron and Jean Mogart, who is a amazing woman who's doing a reality TV show right now, Zoe, on the social networking. Isn't that cool? So That's pretty she's well. going to be on. Yeah, and then next month, I'm super excited to have some really good shows, but the most show that I'm excited about is doing the Lou Reed tribute show. Um, uh, Our friend Joe Arthur, um, Joseph Arthur, just released his new CD called Joe. And uh, we're going to have 
I mean, um, Lou, excuse me, Lou. And we're going to have Lou Reed's um, wife um, on the show and a lot of people that played with him. And it's basically going to be a tribute show, and it's going to be really great. Anyone that's done any work with Lou Reed and um, has been part of his life is going to be coming on to the show. So uh, we are super excited about all the shows that we do. And Zoe's been with me since the beginning. What was that noise? The chair? I don't hear anything. Probably the ghost. <laughs> I heard something make a noise. It went. It sounded like a chair moving across the room or something like that. Yeah, it was like, it's quiet here. Wow. Well, um, let's see. We're at, we're, yeah, I'm going to mark the time because you need to listen to it. It was a voice. It was something coming from your end. Definitely. And, that's and it was almost like it was almost like it sounded like someone turned a TV on. It was like that noise static makes, and then it went off really quick. Weird. Anyway. Um, <laughs> nice way to end yeah, the show. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so we're heading into the weekend. Um, I want to tell everyone to have a great weekend. Please don't drink and drive, and uh, um, have a cupcake and smile and think about uh, good things. And uh, do you have any departing words you would like to say to everyone? Try to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Behave yourself during this Mars retrograde. Turn around. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, would you have anything planned this weekend? Are you doing anything, or um, what's what are you guys? I am planting by the Capricorn moon. I've been doing the whole thing up for the summer about the best planting dates astrologically and I have did been I doing my calendar? entire garden by that. Yeah, yeah I sent I you a link yeah. to the planting by the moon. She's here she's here actually in this area and she's really cool and she does calendars for all different areas in the United States. So if anybody wants to look it up, it's planting by the moon and I know they're on Facebook too and I'm gonna to try to have her come on. It'd be really cool to have her come on and have you come on because she kinda of goes along the same lines you do with um the astrological signs and um, where the stars are and the planets and stuff. And I'm happy you're here today because it's always really great to have you here. Um, so um, pleasure, we're going to let everyone start their weekend. Yeah, I love you. Um, we're going to let everyone start the weekend. And I have a really great song we're going to end with. And if you can't smile and listen to this song, then you got to um, check yourself, maybe take a nap, and then get up and play it because it's a really good, fun song. With that, um, um, peace, love, and happiness. And um, Zoe, you have anything to say to anybody? Besides great, be good? Yeah, have a great weekend. <laughs> be good. Yeah, I know. And have some pink champagne, right? I would, but sure. I don't drink. Bring but, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool, but... Um, yeah, enjoy your weekend, guys, and it's going to be nice out there. So, And if you're in Southern California, um, I, I wish you Godspeed on that with the fires and stuff. We haven't gotten that up here yet, but, um, you know, wherever you are, just be well and be in the moment and uh, enjoy your weekend. Thank you, Zoe, for being here. Thank you, Holly. It's always I'll great to have you. you. Yeah. So um, we're going to end with a really fun song, and uh, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Peace, love, and happiness.
You've been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time.